Welcome to That Park Life Podcast. Heyo. Hey, I'm Greg. And I'm Beth. For some reason, our intro felt really long this, this Did week. Did it? I don't know why. I was, can I tell you what I was thinking about? What? I was thinking like, you know, I, I know we're not supposed to play like copywritten music. And even though we don't have sponsors or anything, like I don't really know what the legality is. But I thought like, should we have started out with the Dave Matthews band crash into me? Is that too soon? Oh, I don't know. It's not. I feel like it's never too soon with with Disney drama. <laughs> yes. Um, we've got a lot to talk about today. Listen, I have a lot to talk about today. That's why um, your hair is so big today, because it's full of secrets. <laughs> I am having a hair day today. Um, I have a couple of things to talk about, especially some hot button issues. And I don't know, I had I had a whole like little thing about how I got to do the Skylander again the other day and how I love it so much. Yeah. And I even posted on our Instagram account, still in love with the views. And I mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I still am. But I, I just was like, you know what, maybe and I was like, not a great time. To yeah. like boost up the idea. Throw that out there. Yes. But I do have a couple <laughs> things I want to say. Um, and we're, of course, we're going to go through our game of refurb or no refurb Magic Kingdom Edition. Last time we did Epcot, not that long ago, maybe like two months ago or so. Feels um, like forever ago. <laughs> it does feel like forever ago. Uh, recently, Nicole and I had a one night stay at the Beach Club. Nice. We did, um, we, it wasn't, a, it. say again. Tell me all about it. I will. So um, it was planned. It was a targeted stay. We did it so that we could go see the Epcot Forever fireworks. Well, let's go yeah. night one because, you know, we like we generally like fireworks. We've been seeing illuminations forever and ever. Um, we were ready for a change because I love illuminations. But after you see it for 20 years, you're like, okay, what's next um, for Epcot? Um, but just a shout out to the like poolside quick service place at the beach called called hurricane hannah's i i definitely posted about this on on my personal at energy adventures but i don't know we've never been there before to this particular place we've stayed at the beach club but we didn't really explore the non-lobby area food places and they have you know just a poolside thing they sell like it's a small grill so there's like burgers and fries and a couple of other things but their waffle fries are a plus they were like the best Wait, are we like, are, are you trying to say that they're better than Chick-fil-A waffle fries? I've never that, had a Chick-fil-A what, what, waffle fry. <gasps> Greg. I've never uh, had Chick-fil-A. What? Wait, here's the who, thing. Who are you? Two things. One, don't forget I'm from the North and Chick-fil-A has only recently inf- infiltrated the North. And second, I gave up fast food as a New Year's resolution in 2000, starting January 1st, 2012 and just kept it year to year to year. So I can't go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, but you're basically eating fast food at Disney. Don't talk about the gray area, Beth, okay? I'm just saying that... Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that Disney calories don't count. I'm just saying I cannot believe that you haven't. So I've never had Chick-fil-A. Like, we had Chick-fil-A on our way home from Disney. <laughs> like, it's not that far from you is what I'm saying. They're everywhere. No, there's a lot here. And then I'm, I'm not joking when I say they only recently infiltrated the North because growing up, I, Chick-fil-A wasn't a thing. We've heard about it on like... Right, right. Other people referring to it, but we just never had chick fil A. It's God's chicken. It's God's um, chicken. Well, my thing is, is I think you need to do it for the pod. I think it's time that you take one for the team and no. you do a, you do a taste test for us and tell us which one you think is better. Listen, I skipped an In-N-Out burger visit when I was in California. So if I skip that, yeah. I'm for sure going to skip it. That makes me really sad for you. Um, but they brought it into work the other day. They brought in like this big container of their fried chicken. I don't know. Maybe they were nuggets or like, I, I don't know what they were, but they smelled very good and I was tempted, but I didn't do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's full of MSG. Um, but ugh, super good. And they'll tell you, okay, here, side note, everyone, I used to work for Chick-fil-A, uh, but also I've grown up around it. So like, uh, it's not nothing new to me, but they would tell us as employees that like, what do you think the number one craveable item is at Chick-fil-A? And of course, everyone's like, it's their chicken sandwich because we invented the chicken sandwich, all mm. that stuff. And they're like, actually, it's our waffle fries. It's the number one craveable item. And it's true, man. They are freaking good. Well, that's how I felt about McDonald's, but about their fries, yeah. the regular fries. Um, but we've tried waffle fries on property before. And sorry, uh, Brayden, who was on our behind the behind the lens, um, yeah. our, our one bonus episode we've done so far, because he raves about the waffle fries at Geyser Point and the, at that's at Wilderness Lodge. And uh, Nicole and I went there, and our waffle fries there were so thin they were basically potato chips. So oh, yeah, I don't like. That. Um, I promised him I'd give it another try over there, but um, I can for sure tell you that the Hurricane Hannah waffle fries are excellent. Hurricane Hannah waffle fries. Okay, I'm gonna have to put that on my Very list. Good. Then I mean, I, you can get them just as a side. I but, know um, what tastes like so I, I could do my own little like these are you know comparable or you know very whatever. crunchy very fresh and of course why is it the waffle fries are so much better i guess it's just cause like more fries like there's more, fry. more potato in it i think yeah but yeah. also still crispy super good yes so good. and i'm sure people Love. listen to this to hear our scientific uh theories about why waffle fries are <laughs> oh, better fries. um but the <laughs> who knew we were going to talk about it this much <laughs> the point of our stay was to go see the fireworks so um, you may have heard some feedback about Epcot Forever, and really, a as a as like a big picture thing, what people think about the changes coming to Epcot in general. Because yeah. if you like Epcot or have liked it, you're seeing some of your history kind of going away. But I'm then again, glad we're not refurb or no refurb on Epcot. Epcot. Yeah, we did. Well, our... We've already done that, and that's yes. past that. That we're was before D23, so. So I think they listened to our episode and they were like, you know what? Let's just redo it all. <laughs> well, this is actually, honestly, the purpose of this podcast is to give Imagineers free research yeah. and free imp- input. Clearly they're listening to this us. This is for like, charity. You are welcome. This is for charity. You're welcome. So uh, listen, if you, yeah. uh, you watched the live stream of it, right? Yeah. So I, I was going to say, I want to know what your favorite part was because we did watch it. So I'm yes. um, curious what you, so, what your thoughts were. And hopefully people know by now I'm like not super big on spoilers. So I, and I really don't want to spoil most of this. And how can you spoil a spoil firework show? Spoil you might be it. asking yeah. um, because if you've seen pictures of it, you've seen the kites and stuff, but I have yeah. to, I have to say like, well, when I usually go into things with a low expectation, cause I wasn't expecting this to be like a blow away show. Cause it's a year, you know, right. they're not going to invest all of the money right. into this. Cause it's only going to be around for a year. So uh, if I were to offer a piece of advice to someone who maybe has already seen it online and thought, like, oh, that was lame, or um, if you're looking to see it, but you're kind of like, well, everyone's kind of pooping on it, um, right. I will say, remind yourself that the maybe the most important thing is that I don't, th- I truly think the show is not trying to be like a replacement right. for Epcot. It's the thing that's in between this and the real replacement, which in is kind of putting a lot of pressure on the real replacement. Yeah. Um, but for me yeah, so wait for that because if you're gonna crap on anything crap on that crap on that guys hashtag crap on that so <laughs> and honestly the whole show is just a collection of old school epcot music and i love yeah. old school epcot music okay, can i tell you a secret yes don't tell anybody but you didn't know doug, some of the songs no doug totally teared up he was like <laughs> uh, he was like i just can't i just can't like oh my gosh he's like that just hits me in all the feels yes like, Certain things played, and I was like, "Okay, calm down over there." I'm usually the one crying. No, I didn't cry, and I'm not judging. I did get goosebumps a couple of times, a couple yeah. of times, not just once. It was like three total. 
because they just play some. Now listen, I've heard all those songs. At any moment, you can go on YouTube and look up Epcot songs, but it's very yeah, different. different. When you're sitting in Disney and you're in Epcot yes. and you're hearing all of this and, and you're like, yeah, oh my gosh, all the feels. Yes, and and you don't know what's coming next kind of a thing. Kind of like right. at a concert, you know they're going to play the songs on the album, but like as they're playing, they're like, oh, I know that song. So that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's why I really liked it. And um, I, I, the, the fireworks aren't like the the next big thing in fireworks. Yeah. They're really kind of classic. They have a couple more like that look different. Um, they did add the kites, which is a twofold thing. It's it's really unique in person. I don't know what it translated to on TV. I didn't watch no, the live was, stream. That was like my favorite thing. I thought that was and you. It's funny because in the stream you hear everyone going, "Ooh, <laughs> ah, and you're like, <laughs> and that's what we were. That yeah, it was makes us. you giggle, but you're like, it did really look cool. It did look cool. And honestly, I mean, I was there. And that's the thing. Like, it's okay to have an opinion. And I'm not saying that your opinion is necessarily invalid if you saw it on, on the live stream. I would just urge you to go see it in person. Because have you ever watched a, a fireworks show on TV or on a screen and been impressed? You can't because right. it's not in front of right. you. Like, you don't get the feel of the of the fireworks exploding. Um, the kites were much more impressive in person, I promise. Uh, they looked much yeah. cooler. I'm guessing that they're done on TV because, like, how how good can they look? a second because i was like how are they oh right there's jet skis i see them yes (laughs) like for a second i was like how are they do oh oh okay yeah i was nervous i was okay i was watching the jet i'll be honest i was watching the jet skis like oh my god what if they're what if the strings get tangled it's for it's night number one you know because you know people if there's one thing we learn about the skyliner people pounce when some when yeah. something goes slightly wrong, well, maybe that's oh, yeah. more than slightly. Well, and if a million people wrong, are filming this. <laughs> yes, I'm like oh my god, everyone's got there, and I chose not to post about it during it. I just wanted to enjoy it, guys. Like I didn't want to live stream. If you want to live stream, it go on to the Disney website. Fine. Right. So, um, a lot of the feedback revolved around the inclusion of a uh, like a uh, a Disney song, like the one that isn't in the normal Epcot library of songs, right? So a classic right. tune from Aladdin, let's say, is the, okay. That was it. So this is a little bit of spoiler here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but a lot I saw a little bit of an eruption on the gram about how Epcot, how uh, Aladdin doesn't fit into Epcot. So right. I heard that too. Yes, a lot about that, and it got me thinking because I I try not to just dismiss thoughts. I'm like, well, why are people feeling that way? And or and then I think like, what was what do I think Disney's intention was, or the people who designed this by including that song? So. I happened to I accidentally recorded the whole show <laughs> because for my own self I just wanted to hear how they introduced it for the first time so I put my okay. little voice recorder on and I forgot yeah. to turn it off and I put the phone in my pocket and then like 10 minutes I'm like oh my gosh my phone's still recording so I took it out again to get the ending of it to see like how people liked it immediately um so I wound up having to I wound up recording a little piece of the uh well I record the whole thing but I want to play back to a piece of the like the crescendo of all of this so ah. The, the basic theme is it's the one spark of imagination, the, the imagination song from the imagination ride and pavilion, blah, 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 blah. And how it's a spark of imagination. Of course, the first firework, it looks like a little spark. And that's how it begins. And that at the end of the song, they start doing the, the music again. So it's a bunch of kids singing the song, which is like mm-hmm. kind of sweet. So I'm going to play the audio for you about how it ended. And I'm going to go back and tell you the lyrics. I think they're important. So this oh. is about a 30 second clip. So I want to give you a heads up. So this is the, like, the crescendo of Epcot Forever. Oh, 
Now, those sound like fireworks, but it's actually people firing off hate emails to Disney for including <laughs> Aladdin. So um, you may have heard, you hopefully you know the Imagination song, and it's it's got that song to it. And they do have that the, the to that traditional Epcot song, the the future hand in hand thing. Like that's another yeah. thing that that happens a yeah. lot. So they incorporated those two things in that line. But the line to me that stood out the most is, uh, "And hand in hand, the future is unfurled from just one spark, a whole new world." Those are like, world. yeah. That's they're it. like, guys, they're talking about the world. You're in the world of Epcot. Get yes. it, put it together. Would you would you rather them not sing a song that has like that's not Disney that they just made up or actually use a Disney incorporated song? That's how I felt about it. So I'm like, so what they're saying is the whole this whole theme of Epcot Forever starts with imagination and ends with it. And the line is from just one spark, a whole new world. Right. And it rhymes with the line before that. And right. to me, the, as far as the music goes, it built up into it. And of course, there are fireworks going on. As it's doing that, I thought like, well, they could have chosen any line or any lyric or any song to do it. And for for two reasons, I'm guessing we all know that they're going to be introducing some classic Disney characters and and movies and stuff into Epcot that weren't there before. And honestly, if you ask me, there's not a lot of Disney in Epcot, right? Like I don't go to Epcot to get the Disney feeling. I go to Magic Kingdom for that. Oh, yeah. I don't go to... Yeah, I don't I guess go I never to... thought of it that way. I'm like, why do we not? Because we're not like, I mean, like our park is Magic Kingdom. And I yes. think that's the reason because we're like, we go to Disney to feel all the Disney things. Yes. And that's the one park that does it for us. Yes. And I don't think there's anything wrong with there being more of it. I don't, I hope that that doesn't mean they don't continue to create their own characters again or their own songs. I don't think that's necessarily going away because right. whatever the next fireworks show is, whatever that soundtrack is. Even if it includes Disney Disney songs, like the beginning and stuff, that's going to be its own thing. Happily Ever After, even though it includes Disney songs, is an original song. Right. Like the the actual right. like base of the song. So I think they did. I think I, I don't I feel like I'm going to get hate for this. I really love that they included the Aladdin thing because like, yeah, if there was one way for them to describe what they were doing, which is ultimately creating a whole new world, why not use like the most famous a whole right. new world centric song, song. Yeah. and it's a yeah. Disney song and it's Aladdin, which is a V popular movie. And they just, the remake with like it or not, like it's still pretty relevant. I think people have just put it in this place in their mind that it's like this one thing. And so to throw it in this, they were like, Whoa, 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 wait yes. a minute. That's completely different from like what I have and in it my is. head. Like, well, and that's I'm, why, yeah, that's why I love it because we yeah. know that the harmonious, uh, mm-hmm. fireworks show, which is next, you know, it's going to have Disney songs in it. And yeah. the fireworks at Illuminations never included Disney. And neither right. did the Rivers of Light show at Animal Kingdom, that thing, that tired old po- uh, dog and pony show on water. They'd finally <laughs> added Disney music to it, classic Disney tunes or whatever, however they phrase it. And you could argue that the Galactic Spectacular either does or doesn't include Disney because we've kind of blended Star Wars and Disney now, you know. Right. But they do have the pre-show before that about the history of like Disney movies and stuff. Um, yeah. So I love it. I love it a lot. Um, if you haven't seen it, if you want to go watch someone else's live stream of it, do it and, and listen to the lyrics of the song. Cause I, I really do. I think, I think they did a really good job and I got goosebumps when I heard it. And I thought like, this was a moment for me because yeah. we, we know what's coming. I think maybe people are nervous about what's going to happen to their Epcot. And I am a hundred percent there because this is something we've been doing forever. And I loved every yeah. song they played. That's how I know. I know, I know Epcot cause I knew all the songs right. that they played. The funny thing is to me is, you know, there are people around. Seven Seas, not Seven Seas, the World Showcase Lagoon, who don't yeah. know Epcot music. And they probably yeah. thought this was like, oh, this is cool. And they don't know. And like, just and then think. it was like the one song was like, oh, oh my gosh, we know that song. song. And think yeah. about that. Like, then I, like, why wouldn't they include the songs that everyone knows? So right. um, 
If you're wondering how the audience felt about Epcot Forever, because I've seen, I don't know, I'm just, I feel like I have to combat some negativity because I don't think it accurately represents what happened that night. And I was there and I wasn't the only one there. There were a lot of people there, but most of the opinions I see are from people who only watched it on the live stream. So I figured, oop, that's the history music. I figured I'd play um, just how, what it sounded like in the crowd when Epcot Forever ended. And that's just me. That's just me clapping. No, that was a bunch of <laughs> just, people. Yeah. So you know how it goes. Generally speaking, yeah. for live events, people are going to like be more excited than not. But that's kind of the point, isn't it? Like, yeah. go and enjoy it because I think you're going to like it. Sweet. Well, I'm excited to see it then. Hopefully we're going to go see it. <laughs> yes. We You'll... usually end up at Magic Kingdom. So it's like, I don't know. Epcot's usually one of those parks where if I'm really honest with you, we go like in the beginning, we get our rides done. We do our like loop around the world showcase. And then we're like, Okay, well, we'll see you at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And I <laughs> so think, a lot of times we don't stay for that. But I think at least maybe when we come in February with Doug's family, we'll probably stick around for that one. Because I think we're having dinner at Epcot one night. Okay. I think it's actually on Valentine's Day because it's my brother-in-law's birthday. Um, so maybe that'll be the night that we stick around. Um, and I don't. we don't know what they're doing for the holiday tag. Because, you know, they always put a little extra holiday send-off yeah. at the end of Illuminations. I don't. They're not going to announce necessarily if they're doing it one way or the other. They could just do the old one. It wasn't the same song anyway. It was its own little right. song. So maybe they'll still do that. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention was um, about how much I like the Skyliner. But I feel like <laughs> that's an uphill battle right now, given yeah. the incident that has it. Currently, the Skyliner is still closed. I mean, we're recording this on Sunday night. I yeah. don't know what it'll uh, be like Monday morning. Do you want to like, tell the people that maybe haven't heard? Yeah. What's um, if the news didn't make it to the rock under which you live, there was an incident on Saturday night where a cabin or a gondola um, didn't mm-hmm. hook on. This is what it looks like. Didn't hook onto the cable. And then the one behind it did. And it smashed into it. And then the three behind it all kind of pushed into each other. And if you see yeah, the so, photos make it look very bad, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Like, so just to kind of explain how the system works. There's a gondola cord, like basically there's just this big cable and all the gondolas are moving on it at like kind of a faster rate. Yeah. But then when you get to the station, it unhooks from that cable and it moves around this like platform slowly so that when the doors open, people can get off, people can get on and it's not moving that fast because you can't, you basically like can't have the whole line moving that slow because no one would ever get anywhere. Yes. Like, so they have this cable moving faster, right? So what happened was this one car moved around the platform and it didn't hook back onto the cable. So it kind of just sat there because it like missed, it like missed its mark where it was supposed to hook back on. But then the ones behind it actually did meet, they like did hook back on like they were supposed to. So they crashed into that front one. Glass was shattered everywhere. There was a, like a kind of a pile up. Yeah. So they had to like close it down. It was kind of a nightmare. People were on it for like over three hours stuck. Um, which Doug was like, how did they get the, cause there's one part where you're over water. Yeah. But I think, so, but I guess they were still able to move people around a little bit. Cause don't forget there are three lines to this. This was the Epcot line. So this was, this happened at the Riviera station, which isn't open. It you, right. you usually have to just stay on your, um, cabin on your gondola there. There's no reason to get off at the Riviera cause there's nothing going on. So what happened um, to the one that wasn't open? Um, I don't know. Like you're saying like, no, I meant the station the turn, itself yeah, isn't. It was, o- turned at the, 
it was at the turn station that's like not even open. Nobody was even getting on and off or off of it. No. So the turn station at the boardwalk at the Riviera, the Riviera station, it will become a fully functioning station once the resort is open, but it's right. not open. Not so enough. when you land there, you don't get out of your gondola. You just stay on it. Yeah. Uh, it's not oh, even true. Man. Sorry. You have to get off of it. Maybe if you're going a different, um, to somewhere else. Line. But anyway, yeah, you Line. usually have to stay on if you're going to Caribbean beach because the Caribbean beach one is the transfer station. Sorry. But anyway, gotcha. um, so there's not a whole lot going on there, which is the the interesting part. But um, the pictures of the glass on the ground make it look not that great. Oh, but anyway, this is it's the Epcot line. So all of the like the the larger portion of water is over on the Pop Century Art of Animation line. A little different okay. there because that's the yeah. Hourglass Lake over there. It's a lot of water over there. Whereas this line has less water, like far less water. There's actually not really a lot of, at all. Um, but there was a part so that's technically just- over there. Did they just close that one line or is all of it closed? Uh, I don't, if I had to take a guess, I think the whole thing is closed, but the incident happened on the Epcot line and the water we're talking about, I believe the only real water is the, the little channel that connects the Epcot resorts to Epcot, the international gateway area. Not a lot of water, but anyway, so I don't, I don't want to dwell on this because I feel like a lot of people have been talking about it (laughs) in the past 24 hours or so, but something came out of this that impresses me and, Mm -hmm. and impresses me. It probably irritates people. I think this is, this is something that you were going to talk about before we started recording. So you know, Disney is a PR machine, whether you agree with right. what they're doing or not. I can't imagine being on their PR team. Yes. Um, they know what they're doing and mm-hmm. they're a hundred percent like, I don't want to say BS cause like it kind of is, but they're, they're definitely spinning things. Like that's their job. And I understand because oh, yeah. they're a business. If I were them, I'd do the same exact friggin' thing. Right. Totally get it. They're basically lawyers. Yes. <laughs> and I love it because the statement they put out is just a hundred percent non-committal, and I'm not judging them. <laughs> yeah. I don't want this to come out across as like an attack. I, I'm here. For, I love it. I read this and I basically started clapping because it, to me, it's a masterpiece <laughs> in how to put out a statement that doesn't so really the, say anything. Yeah, so this was the statement right that they released to news stations in yes. the area. Correct? I don't know if this is the exact yeah. same one you read, but this is yeah, this okay. is the official Disney's, and I'm gonna I quoted it. I'm yeah. gonna oh, read yeah. part of it uh, verbatim. Yeah. This is what they said about it. Because you know they have to tiptoe around like trigger words and things. So this was, quote, one of the three Disney Skylander routes experienced an unexpected downtime Saturday evening. As a result, the Skylander will be closed while we look into the details surrounding this downtime. Oh, yeah. We apologize for this situation, and we are working with each guest individually regarding impacts to their visit with us. And I That's love it. Good. I mean, I they're basically it. like, an investigation is underway. <laughs> yes, because they didn't use yeah. like uh, any potential injuries or any issues yeah. or problems. There was no negative word. It was impacts because yeah. an impact could be positive or negative. Obviously, and no one's walking like, away with this, skipping right. into the air saying, oh, guys, I love Disney now. Yeah. Well, then it was like P.S. at the bottom. They're like, if you want to know the real story, just go on social media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Basically, um, what they're saying, and I think a lot of people were responded to the downtime as like, a, "You got to be kidding me!" But I'm yeah. the opposite. I'm like, "This is the best." Got, right. Like, good. Let everyone. I mean, let everyone yell at you. The, technically, it is downtime. It is it's just downtime. a lot of downtime. They don't talk about the catalyst for the downtime. And, and I do want to throw this out there. Like, I used to live in a ski town, and like, know all you know, know a little bit more about this stuff. Like, this is a very rare thing. I'm just really surprised that with all the, cause with all the testing that they've done, they've done, they did weeks and months of testing no, months. for this. It's like four months or five of testing months. For this. I, this isn't really something I think that like you can't, I mean, I mean, it's, it's so rare that it's like, you can't like recreate it or like expect for it to happen, I guess. 
So I don't know. I just, I love this statement. I don't, I don't, I w- don't wish, you know, I'm not glad that it happened to Everything anybody. Else, but now in a riot, it's going to be downtime. Everything is going to be downtime. The riot so, is not closed. We're just having some downtime right now. All right. Let's have a real moment. Are you ready for a real moment? Are you ready for a real moment? <laughs> <laughs> so they have kits in the cabins. Oh yeah. Let's talk about this. Cause I saw a picture and I was like, okay, someone needs to go into more detail. I just want to know one question. If you really had to go, would you use the waste bag? That they included in the kit. I mean, I guess people with kids. You have to, right? Because, you know, if you have to change a diaper or something, you can put it in there and tie it up. But if you got to... Stinky, man. If you got to eliminate, you have to do it, right? Yeah. I guess it's like, well, they now know that those are, like, that those work. (laughs) That, like, that's a good thing to have in all the cabins. (laughs) It's a bag. And That's when you're like, you better drink that water bottle because we got to use it as a, as a pee vessel now. <laughs> and to be fair, there was like, you know, I mean, there was water. In the, the first thing I thought, I was like, oh, my God, what if I'm thirsty or hungry? And they had they had water in there and some other. Th- I mean, like, yeah. not to make light of a serious situation. They did right. have very useful stuff in there. Um, but I thought, like, man, how bad would I have to go to use a waste bag? Boof. Yeah, it'd have to be really, really bad. Which also, I'm like, at this point, if you're like over the water or you're over something else, like, well, I guess you can't really... <laughs> There's nowhere for you to reach out, right? Because yeah. it's screens. Yes. <laughs> I was like, go off the side of the thing. But I guess you can't really do that because there's nowhere to do that. This is how I know I work with sick people. Today, we were yeah. talking about what we would have done to get the most out of Disney during this. Oh, yeah. Like, what yeah. would we have to do? Doug and, and I played this. <laughs> to get a week, like a week in a two-bedroom villa. Like, what what would be the course of action that we would have to take? We're like, okay, we're definitely going to use the waste bag. This is going to be a gross. <laughs> we would definitely use the waste bag, but it's going to burst and we're all going to get... Uh, infected by it and uh, or the we'd open up the door and like half fall out so it's like a real like yeah. someone's hanging on and like you know someone's ha- holding your hand and stuff we were just coming up with different things um, that we would stage this is mostly theoretical because you I'm not going to intentionally try to jump out of a gondola well, now um, this is on the record so you can't do any of these things <laughs> if I said it it must be true this is this That's is true. the internet after all um, so there's a, a fun game to play think of it as a team building exercise with your coworkers. How far are we- how far would you go to scam the system and get something free? What would you do for a Disney pass? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about some other news. We'll get away from the gondola stuff because yeah, we'll hopefully people are, are tired of it because I know I know I might be a little bit. So let's do some regular news. Nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. News nugs. Okay, so. Um, there's like, I feel like there's a lot of like fun things going on around Disney, but just not a lot of like breaking news stories. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that I had for this week was that there is new merchandise for the Frozen Fan Fest, um, which is basically just their way of saying like, hey guys, we're kind of having a little festival where we're going to be releasing a ton of new merchandise. Um, it kicked off on October 2nd. Like technically the Fan Fest started on October 2nd. I'm doing air quotes as if you can see me, you just can't (laughs) see me. I feel like I do that all the time when I'm doing news and I'm like, no one can see me. Um, but it includes product reveals. They have like musical moments that they're doing. Um, they're doing in-store events. They're introducing just like a ton of new merchandise, which I'll tell you a little bit about. Um, and they're offering fans the opportunity to join the frozen characters as they set out on a new and epic journey beyond Arendelle. Oh. Um, this is from the Disney Parks blog, this new story. But they are like releasing apparel, accessories, footwear, toys, costumes, bedding, home decor, electronics, activities, a digital game. Oh, God. <laughs> books uh pandora charms and then they're also offering like food and beverage themed things so ton of stuff i guess it's just their way of saying like look for all these things for our like festival 
Um, obviously, the movie kicks off uh, in November, debuts in November. So, I mean, we all know, right? Frozen 2, the last trailer I actually was really excited about because I feel like the first couple trailers, you didn't really know what was going to happen in this movie. Yeah. You're like, what is happening? This is weird. But the second one, I was like, okay, now I'm really excited. And there's like a new sidekick that we're all going to be. <gasps> Spoiler. Like, oh, my God. I'm taking my headphones out. I'm not a new side. Okay. I was going to say, just a new sidekick, totally. It's in the preview. So I don't watch the preview. Sure, it's going to be totally lovable. But anyways, that's my news. I watched the first trailer because I knew mm-hmm. it was going to be vague, and I haven't watched any of the others because I don't want to know anything. Yeah, yeah. It'll still be good. Don't you worry. But I'm a little neurotic. I wouldn't go by what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I did mention the Riviera a few times earlier, and that's yeah. my, my one news nugget. This comes from DVCnews.com. Hey, did, you, did everyone know I wrote an article for them not too long ago on the yeah. – uh, the Disney touches of a Riviera room, um, the one bedroom and studio villa. So if you want to head like over the to new writer, you got like articles on there. I got, you got, here, got stuff here. I got stuff there. I always got stuff. Uh... <laughs> this comes from dbcnews.com. This is specific to the Disney Riviera and some discounted rooms available to Disney Visa card holders. This is for most nights between December 16th of this year and March 31st of next year. Disney Visa cardholders can book the Riviera at a 40% discount. Wow. Call it a bargain. Don't forget, this is 40% off of a deluxe villa. Right. This is a, quote, on a budget. You know, it's not really. Right, that's a good friends and family discount, but uh, that's like, you're really balling on a budget there. Yes, yes. Um, You do have to call to reserve, and you have to book it by February 14th of next year. Um, But it is a way for you, maybe you're on the fence, if you want to try it out, not pay full price. Uh, You have to call, you can't book it online. You just got like thousands of dollars laying around. Go for well, it, man. I mean, I'm guessing like a, the smaller, because this is an all DVC resort. That doesn't mean you have to be a member to yeah. stay there. It's just that they're all True. considered villas. And that's why it's a deluxe villa resort. Um, mm. They do have rooms that are built for two. It's a tower studio. I don't know if you've seen the Riviera, but there's one piece of it that's a big tower that kind of like is a corner for two parts of the yeah. building. It's only built to have two people and an infant in the room, or I should say a smaller child, because it's like a you have room for a right. crib. Because the bed is the one that folds up into the wall. The Murphy bed? Yeah, that kind of thing where it's like a table and then until you fold it down. It's it's meant to be a small room, not to just for the sake of being a small room so that they can fit more. And you only need to, like for me, when it's me and Nicole, I don't mind a smaller room necessarily because one, it's cheaper, hey now. And two, because we're not really in the room a whole lot, but we like to stay in nice places because I guess we have high taste. That doesn't make sense. It's not backed up by money. So um, it's 40% discount for certain nights, December 16th through March 31st. I am very excited to stay at the Riviera. I mean, it's a it's a new place, so I, I know it's going to be it's going to be nice, if nothing else. Well, anything shiny and new is fun. So. Yes, like my big forehead. So That's right. uh, let's talk about some history. Sure. All right. So in 1998, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin opened. Um, how it was basically we know that, that what was in there before was Take Flight. Um, I don't really remember much about Take Flight. I don't know if you do. I remember Delta's Dream Flight. The only thing that I remember is that weird tunnel, which yes. we're going to talk a bit about that, um, which you'll understand later when we talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mattel, I guess, was the the you know the company that owns Space Ranger or like sponsored or whatever. Yep. Or whatever. Um, yeah, it officially opened on November third, but I guess this was like when it pretty much just opened. I guess this is when they did like their soft opening. A soft opening for almost and a month. And then they did maybe like a grand. I know it's weird. And then maybe they just did like their grand opening. So. And what year was that? 1998. Oh my gosh. It's been, it's been around that long. It's 20 years, 21 years. Oh gosh. Really? I feel oh so gosh. old. Uh, Buzz <laughs> Lightyear's so old. Space Ranger Spin can vote. But how old do yeah. you have to be to vote? 18? Never mind. Goodbye 18. alcohol. 
Goodbye. So, um, I'll keep us in uh, Magic Kingdom. In 2003, Mickey's PhilharMagic had its official grand opening in the PhilharMagic Concert Hall at Magic Kingdom. You know who was there to celebrate the grand opening? You. The uh, Maybe, I don't know. I don't think I was there for the grand <laughs> opening. The Mickey's PhilharMagic grand opening was so important, it unified two competing boy bands because oh Howie D of the Backstreet Boys and Joey Fatone of NSYNC were both there. They coexisted Ooh. peacefully. One of them was like, oh, oh, and the other one was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Or is that for 20 minutes straight? I mean, 3D. if you've seen the Fill Our Magic now, you kind of know how old it is. You yes. kind of realize it. It's like so old that it's like makes you want to throw up to watch it because <laughs> of the 3D is so bad. Bad for what it can be. Because at the time, it was like awesome. Oh, at that time, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. like, I think the bulbs or whatever it is is just running out. So <laughs> yeah, this was, I mean, 16 years ago. It's It needs, yeah. it needs an update. Um, I guess that's like, I just accidentally segued into our bigger conversation today for what might need an enhancement. Ferber, no refurb. Yeah. So on a previous episode, we played refurb or no refurb where uh, Beth and I each come up with a short list of attractions in a certain park. And then we go back and forth and decide whether we're going to refurb or keep it. And I feel like, oh, hey, back to imagination today. <laughs> oh gosh, I was like, that just came out of nowhere. Yes. Um, and by refurb, I'm mostly referring to like a significant refurbishment. So something like adding a new coat of paint or adding like a photo pass option like they recently did on um, Haunted Mansion and Magic Haunted Kingdom. Mansion. Like To me, yeah. that's not like a full refurb. That's like just a quick enhancement, like an, an addition kind of thing. I'm talking more like they're redoing parts of the ride, the track, yeah. the stuff around, like, including more audio animatronics or something, making it a much more significantly different experience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's go through. So we're doing Magic Kingdom, and I'm curious to see if everyone agrees with us or not. Um, yeah. Because sometimes these become kind of a hot-button issue or a hot take, if you well, will. And if, you, if you don't agree with us, just turn this podcast No, off. well, don't do that. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So uh, do you want to go first? What did you – here, give me one of sure. yours that you picked for me. Um, oh, I have to go back and look then. Sorry. Did you say Small World? Here. So, yeah. Yeah, Small World. <laughs> Sorry. Small World was the first one I did for you. <laughs> Tell so, us all your thoughts. Okay. Um, I want to refurb it. Okay. okay. I'm aware that it's a classic. It, yeah. It's come, you know, it's derived from Walt's World Fair contribution in 19 whatever. And I'm not saying it's not important and I'm not saying it's not a classic. I'm just saying I want a little more out of it. If nothing yeah. else, I wish that they would just update some of the auto, uh, the animatronics because... I'm aware that it's based on something that used to exist and like kind of preserving the old school feel of it. But like right. you could, they're starting to look a little like it's, we've advanced yeah. so far in audio animatronics that I wish that they would, I wish they would update this a little bit. That said, something I love that they've done at the Disneyland version of small world or it's a small world is they incorporate Disney characters in the ride into the settings yeah. where they fit. Yeah. Um, and like Aladdin, the magic carpet. Yes. And kind of like, and this may be something you don't agree with, kind of like how they included Frozen in the um, Nor Norway Pavilion in Epcot, because that is the country where the movie's setting was. It's that right. kind of thing just in Small World, in the different scenes in the rooms where the characters that would fit, they fit. And I loved it. And I think that's something that's so cool that it's something, the reason why I like the Disneyland version differently. I don't want to say it's necessarily better. It's better. Then the Disney World one, 
Um, it's because of that. I just think it's cool to like, while you're looking around, you spot the different Disney characters and it comes becomes kind of like a game because it's not just like boom here's mickey for no reason they're they're right. in they're in the actual environment like doing their thing and whatever yes yeah um i would i would urge to keep the original music no reason to like remaster it i want it mm-hmm. to sound old because that's like how we know the song from right. it's a small world and i i w- hope and whether or not this kind of thing ever happens i don't think they're gonna i don't know I, i've heard some talk about how they're gonna incorporate the Disney characters in the Magic Kingdom one like they do in Disneyland. Maybe that's something that's going to happen before the 50th. Don't know. I'm just thinking. Um, I like the last room there where even though the technology doesn't doesn't always work. So I'd want them to fix it so that those TVs are always displaying our names, reading them from our Magic Bands and stuff because I think it's really cool. Or and I also want to see what else they can do with it because I love or I love the idea of them being able to just do more with it like I imagine they know what language you speech you speech you speak and they could say goodbye to you like they used to do in, in your language yeah. and say your name up there or just it could be a random language who cares um i think it would be cool i just want them to keep doing that kind of thing where they get to incorporate our names into the ending of the ride so let's start with one of the things you mentioned in your history which is buzz lightyear space ranger spin refurb or no refurb i am doing refurb on this um obviously we just talked about how old it was but i think it needs some updates I'm not talking about a full like wipeout at least. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but I think I'm jealous of the Disneyland because they have detachable guns. So mm-hmm. Disneyland, you can pull your guns off and like hold them in your hand. And I think we need to do that. Um, also, I think they just need some more digital upgrades because I know I feel like with the technology we have, they could do some cooler stuff with it. And that tunnel room that I kind of mentioned earlier, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. They need, I don't know. It's crap in there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's totally pointless. I realize they just took like, you know, it's an, it went into an old ride. Oh, sorry. It went into an old ride. So they're like, I don't know. I guess they did what they could, but I just Mm -hmm. think it's, you can't even see anything anymore. You don't really know what you're like shooting at. Yes. And you're talking about the part where they, they turn you to take your picture. And then after your picture, you're just kind of in this like space tunnel for no reason. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was trying to think where the picture was. It's at the yeah, very beginning. Like wind tunnel looking thing. <laughs> and honestly, that's the only thing I remember about the old ride that was in there with take flight. Yes. Uh, but going through it, I'm like, this is just like, I don't know what we're doing in here. So I definitely feel like that needs an up an update. Um, I mean, my, the other argument that I have too, is we have enough toy story stuff. Like they have their own land now. So I feel like there's enough toy story things where they could put something completely different over in Tomorrowland in that space. Mm-hmm. But I feel like refurb wise, it needs a little bit of an upgrade. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, can I add something? I just thought of this, something that yeah. I would like to see in the ride, if they're going to go with the upgrade, by the way, mm-hmm. I love the idea of refurbing it and that refurbishment, including the uh, guns that separate out of the vehicle because yeah. it allows for so much more control yeah. when you're firing. And while you're firing away at the targets, um, you may know there are some, um, targets that are worth more points than others. And yeah. when you hit them, yeah. they make, they do make a different sound. So, you know, but I'm motioning to change that sound. So from now on, okay. when you hit the targets that are worth a hundred thousand points, this is what I expect to hear. <laughs> Just the whole time. Exactly. Hey, did I hit the right target? I don't, I don't really know. Well, and how about we get a cooler sound? I don't know. It's like, beep, 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 yes, beep. Like, it's like a little, it's the most limp pew pew sound they could have. Yeah, like, give me a little more Disney. Come on. Well, now, how about this? How fun would it be if they had the cars kind of like they do at Toy Story Mania, where like there's two people back to back? 
Oh. And you were fighting over who has control over the spinning. Oh, I'll so get like, aggressive. You don't want that. You know what I mean? I'll punch a bee. <laughs> that would never happen. happen, but I'm just saying, how yes. fun would that be? <laughs> um, in addition to changing the sound when you hit the 100,000 yeah. points, um, right. I think if the system knows you're aiming for it and yeah. you miss, it should play a different sound. Oh. <laughs> I haven't used the Cody groan, Cody of exactly. the Disney Kremlins in a long time. And that was basically an excuse to embarrass um, him. Disney, excuse me, because we know Imagineers are listening. Guys, if you want these sound bites, just reach out to us. We'll get you the hookup. It's greg at thatparkliftpodcast.com. <laughs> um, uh, all right, hit me another with another one you chose for me. Okay, your next one is going to be the Laugh Floor, Laugh since we're floor. over in Tomorrowland. Yes, this is a no refurb for me. I love it. I love it as is. Um, yeah. I love the rewritability. To me, that's a really important factor in an attraction. Can I do this ride more than once? And is it worth it doing it? multiple yeah. times i'm not saying that i could do this literally every time i go to the magic kingdom i'm saying like once every couple of months i'm good with it like i still yeah. enjoy doing it because of the crowd interaction a little bit of improv in there you kind of know where the jokes are going even though like the middle parts yeah. are improv so i would say although i wouldn't uh necessarily consider it a full refurb i wish they would change a few jokes here and there you know yeah because we know that the animated people have the same punchline so maybe they have just a couple of different scenes in that in that right. sense so it's like one right. out of three not just the same one every single time but um i really i really do like it i think it's a good use of that space and i'm always laughing so i know that they're ultimately kind of gearing it towards kids but i still find the puns and the dad jokes funny oh yeah and that's one of my favorite ones to go to with like new people that yes. don't really know because yes. you're like oh here we go because i remember when i first did it just like laughing a lot I mean, I laugh every time, but it's like that first time you're like, oh, and they keep picking on someone in the audience yes. and like all of that stuff. So I do like that one. All right. Uh, let me give you, well, we'll jump out of Tomorrowland because I feel like we've, we've spent a little bit of time here. Let's go over to okay. Adventureland and talk Adventureland. about Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean. Okay. Refurb or no re refurb? I'm going to read my notes to you. I says no refurb. Enough with the refurbs. <laughs> I said, but for real, being back to the, I said, let's just go back to the original. And everyone can just shut up about it. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm refurbing because I'm sick of all the changes they keep making. <laughs> I, it's like driving me crazy. Every time we go, we're like, oh, well, that's new. Oh, well, that's new. It's like they're slowly doing it because they don't think people are paying attention. <laughs> like, obviously, the redhead was a big to do. But when we go by certain um certain characters now in the ride we're like oh remember when that guy used to be holding like a bunch of panties and bras i remember when that guy used to be holding like a bottle of alcohol and like not like a you know like a bottle of rum it's mm -hmm. like there's so many things that have changed in it that we're like can we just go back to the original and everyone just like get over the whole like pc thing because it's freaking part to the caribbean look it was a like pirates are terrible we all know like that's part of that's just part of it so it drives it just drives me crazy so i guess i would be doing refurb but like going backwards yes. with the refurb You'd be undoing one big control undoing. alt delete. Gosh, I swear. And we're like, um, yeah, there's just a lot of like little things that we're like, Oh, remember when this used to do that, that I'm just, yeah. Um, my, and one of the, like one of my things that I'm like staking my, whatever on my soapbox is the, the mermaid skeleton. I'm like, why are we getting, that was like one of my favorite things. I don't know. And, uh, I guess it's offensive to mermaids. Sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> well, they also so used to have the mermaids swimming in the water next to you at a certain point at the very beginning of the ride. Yeah. The misty. They did. The misty they stopped. Ride. 
the uh, Davy Jones guy, or is that his name? I forget his name. The guy with the weird octopus beard. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, have, I have to backtrack real quick because I'm okay. just upset at least one nerd out there because I said it's like we need one big controller delete. I meant control Z if you're a, a PC user. <laughs> controller delete brings up a menu. Okay. So I don't want to like because people, you know, I don't need people thinking I don't know what I'm talking about because I usually don't, but that time I did. So um, I, I agree with you. I, I'm all about. Uh, oh, um, we did Pirates. I happen to have done Pirates twice in the past week. And here's something new. Um, maybe that's not on your list yet of things you've noticed that are new. But at the scene where you're passing by the pirate that's like sitting down with like a cat that casts a shadow on the wall, like that little area. Yeah. Um, there's like a there's like a bridge or something over him or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, that seems to now be pumping out a scent that is reminiscent of like NyQuil. It's like that cherry no. flavored liquid sleepy cold medicine and i don't think it's on purpose but i'm like oh my god you know you know when something's trigger you in a certain way and i sniffed at it i was like (laughs) i can't handle it triggering everybody they're like feeling sick just ride pirates of the caribbean get your (laughs) get your dimetap in there (laughs) oh yeah so that's kind of my take on it i not now i mean i i didn't mind the addition of johnny depp but it's like if we're being pc about everything um, you know, a lot of stuff came out about him and Doug was like, great. Does this mean they're going to be taking Johnny Depp now out of Pirates of the Caribbean because of all the stuff that he's been accused of? I, mean, I don't it's know. Like, Probably where's not. Where's the line? Where is the line? All right. Give me one last one. All right. The last one that I have, which <laughs> I can't wait to hear your take on it, is Magic Carpets. Burn it to the ground. Listen, <laughs> I think it is such a waste of space. It is so silly that there are two different stationary but spinning rides in the in one park, yeah. it's bad enough we have two parks with it because the, the the dino whatever crap over oh, yeah. the tri the triceratops. I'm sure dino whatever crap was their original working title, and uh, it's bad <laughs> enough that, that we have parks repeating rides, but to have two of them in the same ride, yeah. you know, I don't need Our, to spin around and have a camel spit on me. I can just have someone walk by and throw water at me and, and call it a day. So it's also a waste of the fast pass. But you know what? If you like it, you do it. It also just for me just creates a lot of congestion in that area because it just is in the middle of a walkway. However, I and it's really like, like always crowded. Yes, because you have to go either you know to the left or the right of it, and like and kinda, they're like, oh, what should we put over here? Let's move the Dole Whip line over here because that's yes. never long, right? <laughs> um, it does create a little bit of a bottleneck situation. So um, I'm gonna make this a refurb, and it's gonna be a twofer. You're gonna get more than you asked for, which okay. That might be the real title of this entire episode because uh, we've been ranting a lot. So um, I think that not only should they just get completely get rid of the magic carpets, they should also get rid of the treehouse. The Swiss Family Robinson mm-hmm. Treehouse of Horrors. It's not what it's called, but treehouse. ultimately that's what it is. So get just burn that to the ground too. And then what I would really love, because I love the Agrabah vibe in that area of Adventureland, like that little marketplace with the yeah. Jasmine and Aladdin meet and greet and the stuff in the ground. I think they should continue that on the other side as well and make a walkthrough attraction of Aladdin, whether it's a scene oh, yeah. in Agrabah or something, because they have a walkthrough Aladdin ride in one of the other international parks. It's slipping my mind which one it is right now, but it exists. Okay. I'm not saying yeah. to bring that exact carbon copy or a carbon copy of it, just something where it's a walk through like type of a thing. Yeah, because yeah, right now the treehouse is a walk through, and I like I kind of like that's a different type of thing. There's really no queue, if you will. the The right. ride itself is a queue. I would like that, and I think it's a great opportunity to tie in the live action Aladdin vibe, whether you liked it or you didn't like it, because it was redone as a live action. It's probably more doable to incorporate that in a park. Because, you know, they do their best with incorporating things that were animated. But when things were done as a live action, it just like it looks more familiar because it's right. already live. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
kind of like how they did the live action version of Beauty and the Beast to inspire the Enchanted Rose um, mm-hmm. bar lounge over at Grand Floridian because it's less right. cartoony looking. That's kind of what I'm going for is a less cartoony version of the Atlanta thing. Yeah. And I think that's a, a great, a great thing to do. And I, mean, and I think that just leaving that area open where the carpets were, maybe for spillover for the line queue if you need it, but mostly just kind of keeping it open, allowing for more traffic to just walk through. Yeah, I was going to ask what you would do with that space. And they could even do kind of like how they do show little shows for the Pirates area. Yeah. Like they wanted even to do some kind of Aladdin themed thing over there. They yes. Could. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine if, you know how the stormtroopers are like patrolling areas? Well, now at Galaxy's Edge yeah. and they have characters walking around. Imagine seeing like those, uh, what are like the, the guards or whatever that have like those yeah. like guards. Yeah. That have like the big hats and the swords that are like really, really narrow at the beginning. And they like really fan out and get like, obviously they're not going to be real. And maybe they shouldn't have weapons, but if the stormtroopers can have guns, so I like them walking around, like pretending to like try to catch Aladdin or something. Aladdin, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be so yeah. cool, especially if they're like, "Have you seen any riffraff around here?" Like that kind of stuff, like a little bit of street atmosphere. Yeah. I think that would look really cool over there. They could even have like Aladdin run through him and yes. Abu. Yeah, because they do mean greets, right? So you know, there's an right. Aladdin character in the area. Every now and then, he can just kind of pop out, or, and the guards shouldn't be out there maybe when they're doing their meet and greet because everyone would be like, "Yeah, he's right over there, guys. How dumb are you?" So that, right. that kind of thing, just keeping it interesting during the day. That's what I'd like to see. Are you listening, Imagineers? <laughs> Are you? And is it helping that we're talking directly to you? That's right. All right. What's my last one? Uh, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Okay. I I was, I'm a little angry about this one. Um, <laughs> not on purpose. I just, I really liked Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That was okay. one of my favorites. Um, so I'm like, bring it back. But also I feel like Tangled... Yeah, they gave us a bathroom, but I think that Tangled deserves more. I mean, I'm just being, what's the word? Because it's my favorite. A little biased, maybe? I'm a little, being a little biased, yeah. Because I just feel like, because I know people have talked about, well, they should just turn Small World into a Tangled-themed ride, which, whatever, they could. But I also feel like they could take Winnie the Pooh. It would be cool. Like, my idea would be um, that your like your ride vehicle is the boat, um, like the mm. gondola boat that they're in, and yeah. that at one point, one point they would have a scene where there's like floating lantern scene would be one of the things that you're going through. So I feel like there's a lot of stuff they could do there. Um, yeah. I'd rather make it tangled or bring back Mr. Toad's wild ride. I mean, I love the the ride. I think it's okay. Um, obviously when you get to like the heffalumps or whatever part, yes. <laughs> like you're on acid, <laughs> not, that, not that I know that's like, but I'm just saying, I feel like that's probably what it could be like. Um, I mean, it's cute, I guess. And the ride queue is great. It's just, to me, I'm like, how many people can get sick from this ride queue? I don't know. <laughs> oh, because it's, it's Germ City over there. It's like, I mean, it, I love it because it is interactive, but I'm thinking to myself, does does any of this stuff get wiped down at night? Um, it wouldn't matter because even if it's at night, unless you're the first one there in the morning, right? it's yeah. just going to be like, dirty. Everyone's touching it. Everyone's yeah. touching it. Um, they have somebody of- out there just like, spraying kids in the face. <laughs> Um, I, uh, like the idea of a tangled yeah. ride, a themed ride over there. I think that'd be pretty would, cool. It would make me very happy. And if nothing else, I think every decision that Disney makes should be to make at least one of us happy. Oh, basically. Yeah. <laughs> at least one of I us. I mean, what are we even doing here? <laughs> yes. Uh, so let us know. How do you, how do you, uh, how do you feel about our refurb or no refurb choices? Do you agree with us? Do we, did we cross a line? Do we hit a nerve with you? Yeah, I feel like we did a pretty good job of like mixing it up. Things that were... I don't know, because we we didn't pick, like, big rides or, you know what I mean? It's like Yeah, because well, I don't want to do just the mountains and stuff, because, like, I don't really want to change them. Like, if they're kind of yeah. kind of their own, like, It's like some of these things. 
some of these have been here a while. Some of them have replaced other things. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Disney park traditions. So yes. we're thinking of some things that we do, like things we have to do. So not quite like a must do, because obviously if you go to Disney and you like a certain ride, like your must do is probably Seven Dwarfs Mine, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or, uh, <laughs> you know, Frozen or, or uh, Flight yeah. uh, flight of Passage. Like that that stuff is, is, is included too, but more like what are some kind of like other things you do? Some of your traditions, things you have to do on your trip. Um, and we want to hear from you. Uh, if you don't know, we do have an email address. I kind of popped it in the episode earlier before. Oh. Um, it happens to just be my name because I had to choose one. So it's Greg at. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Greg at thatparklifepodcast.com. It's a real email address. So I'm going to uh, email you. <laughs> if you want to let us know what your Disney park tradition is, like every time we go, we start our trip, we have to do this. Every time we're in the Magic Kingdom, we have to do that. We have to get a dole whip. It's the number one thing we have to do. That kind of stuff. Like I, I want to know what is it that you do because I am maybe looking for some new traditions because I want to spice it up a little bit. And I think uh, it's a good opportunity to share what we all do. So uh, you can email me. It's good to get the perspective too, I think, of people that live there versus people that travel there. Yes. And that's what we have difference of. So we definitely want to hear from all of you. Um, Don't be scared and then you'll be featured. I mean, there's some of you that if we don't hear from you, we're probably just going to track you down. So just be ready for that, uh, Jen Dronin. But um, I just think, you know, drop us a line. We want to hear. Yeah. There are a couple of ways to reach us. Again, my email uh, to submit yours is Greg. G-R-E-G. No, listen, I'm not greedy with the G's. I don't need two G's at the end of my name. G-R-E-G. Greg. Greg at thatparklifepodcast.com. You can always DM us on our Instagram page. We'll collect there. Um, You can send a text if you want to kind of remain anonymous in the sense that I won't know who the name of the person that's sending it in if you want to, if you're shy about it. Uh, 407-476-8579. And we'll also be posting this to our story a couple of times throughout this week. To allow you to submit your Disney park tradition there as well. Yeah, you can find us um, on Instagram at that park life podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also at Lost Princess Printing. And Greg, where can the peoples find you? The peeps can find me at Energy Adventures on Instagram. If you like what you heard today or any other day, feel free to head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. We very much appreciate the time it takes for you to go over there and leave mm-hmm. us a review, although it doesn't really take that long. Anytime you spend, Helping us out is appreciated. If you like what you hear even more and want to support us, you can do so on Patreon. So if you go onto the patreon.com website, just search that Park Life Podcast, and you'll see some posts and things that only ever get posted there. There are some photos that we share on Instagram that only our patrons can see. And I try to keep a little behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, some, things. some secret things. So go <laughs> ahead and do that. And as always, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Appreciate you. See you you next week. See you next week for Disney Park Traditions. I'm glad that you put up your peace sign for bye. Did I really do that? Yeah, you went like this. (laughs) Did I put up my two deuces or just the one? That's like me doing the air quotes when (laughs) I know nobody can see me. It's really just for, I guess, you. But, you know, it's like peace out, Cubs. Well, whatever. Peace out. Peace up, A-Town down.